welcome to another broadcast of Together With Him. We're LFHHM, that's Laborers for His Harvest Ministries. And we are, we're here to be a blessing to the work of God, to the people of God, and we focus on blessing and ministering and teaching men, women, boys, and girls to be disciples. I'm talking about followers for real, show enough, sold out. Disciples of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's right. And we, uh, we're a para. We're a parachurch. We are a ministry that uh, supports the church. We're not a church, but we're a ministry that supports the church. So whatever the church needs, mm-hmm, whatever the church needs, and mainly our focus is to evangelize. Yeah. See, when we focus on doing the work of God, I'm talking about getting out there, beating the streets, huh? getting around, getting out there and being available for God to use us as his children, as the church, to minister to the vineyard, the fields. Hmm? where they're ripe with people wanting to know who Jesus is. They want to know that there is hope. They want to know that the, the Lord God does exist, that he is real. And you know, we get a chance to be the witnesses to the world, to let the world know that Jesus Christ is truly king of kings and truly lord of lords and he's got you huh he's made a way god has made a way for us to come and fellowship with him i'm sister ann just sister ann hmm? not a not prophetess not uh deaconess no not uh pastor not co-pastor not oh what else what else you know not bishop there's some bishop lady bishops none of that why why because i'm just sister ann i want to be the voice to the world that's what god gave me and you know he wants us the church to be the voice to the world this the salt hmm the salt of the earth the light and the way we shine is we live it we live it and we do it hmm? we get out there and we make it happen for Jesus big shout out to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ I love him today I give him glory honor and praise yes I do <laughs> <laughs> How about you? You know, I hope your day has been a blessed day in that you have already gotten out. You have already attended your service. Now, you know, back in the day, what we used to do, 
we used to be blessed to where we uh, made it to to early morning service uh there may have been an eight o'clock service then there was a sunday school service then there was a morning worship another morning worship service and uh then we went and had uh lunch somewhere then we would go to someone's three or four o'clock service then we would turn around and go back to church and have night service we gave god our whole day the whole day to minister you know and what i remember because you know folks ain't doing that anymore now for me to get that kind of service i'd have to hop here and there there's some that do the eight o'clock there's of course everybody does the morning worship on sundays i mean that that's kind of like uh you know the staple of what the church does um uh, they have, may have Sunday school. Some may, some may not. Uh, of course, you know, folks do go out and try to get a little bite to eat. You'll see saints everywhere in the different uh, restaurants or whatever. And then, I don't know, I, there isn't too many uh, afternoon service. I know sanctified folks. We like to do afternoon services. But we get to go fellowship with other churches. I remember that. You know, it was about the fellowship it was about you know there's something about praising god uh, in the morning it's praising god in the noonday <laughs> it's something about praising god when the sun goes down i tell you there's nothing like it but we wanted to get as much of the lord in our lives we wanted him to really show enough know know our name hmm how uh, how would you ask doesn't god know everybody's name yes he does but not in the way we think hmm? not in the way we think yeah there's a lot of folk out there that claim they christian but won't give them the time of day won't, won't give them five minutes on on sunday won't give them five minutes on monday ain't thinking about them on tuesday wednesday they just trying to get over the hump thursday oh they getting ready to slide into friday mm, happy hour and saturday oh they trying to find somewhere to shake rattle and roll then sunday they too tired and won't give them five minutes see it's folks like that but they claim to be christian what about you huh i know it's some saints out there that do not they don't play all oh, sister oh my sister yo see she say she says the whole day she gives god the whole day sister yo see i'm with you give god the whole day to meditate yeah meditate get in his face and let him bless you real good because you blessing him real good hmm it, you can't get too much word, especially good word. Now, I understand there's some word out there. It might be some sleepy word out there. Somebody just threw something together. Somebody, again, begging. You know, folks just want to beg all service. You know, it's not about that. And we want to encourage churches, men and women of God, these pastors, to preach and teach the truth of the word of God, the unadulterated word of God. Don't slip in and uh, slip in your own little agenda. Oh, by the way, and you know, uh, twist it all so that you 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 get good until you get to the end, and then you're taking up another five uh, five offerings or something. See, you know that's not God's way. 
That's not God's way. See, Jesus paid. Oh, see, don't make me get started. Jesus paid it all. Hmm. Let's let's just stop right there. All to Him. Uh oh. Huh. That's what the song says. It says sin had left a crimson stain. Huh. But what did Jesus do? He washed us. He washed us bright as snow. Now, I ain't trying to use the word white. It's a lot of folks that think that white is all right. Huh? Brown, you can stick around and then black, uh, you better get back. But see, really the truth, so that folks don't get it twisted, it's not about if you're white, you're all right. Huh? It's about bright, hmm? making you so clean, getting them sins washed away. Come on, whether you're white, uh, black, uh, brown, huh? red, whatever. Huh? The fact that Jesus, he paid it all. He made us, uh, he made us clean. He, uh, won't he make you? See, there's another one. There's another situation where God will make you clean inside. See, you might think that the outside, folks think and get it all twisted and this white supremacy and this evangelical and everything, this racist hate and stuff, thinking that you're all right because you're white on the outside, huh? But then on the inside, you're just foul, stinking, and dead, right to the core, huh? Won't Jesus, see, this is the good news. This is what we're talking about, that it's about Jesus, not about our uh, agendas, not about who we think we are. But won't he, won't he make us clean? inside hallelujah sister yossi says you can't get too much uh good word that's right my sis can't get too much a good word thank god for you woman of god now you know what i like to do there's a praise break we're gonna go right on into this praise break now this praise break came from a men's perfecting conference men's perfecting conference now look i i love these i love brothers i love it when men do their jobs yes i do i love it when men take on leadership hmm? they're not oppressing women i'm not talking about the ones that has these big egos and think that it's all about all she needs to do is uh you know stay barefoot and go cook him something to eat or whatever i'm not talking about those uh, sadistic uh people that's all in their own head i'm talking about men leadership they own themselves first before god don't they hmm? leadership in the home knows how to treat women in love huh in kindness sharing life together protecting her men come on come on you can do it you can do this thing why because god said you can he gives us the power men perfecting conference now that that's what this this man of god is now I, this is kojic again kojic come on now y'all do y'all's thing that's one of the things i admire <laughs> Up, <laughs> I admire coaching will get their praise on. Mm, now, you know, us apostolics, we get a little stuffy. Like we so deep in the word, we can't we can't uh, let it loose and give God some glory because we think we, we got the answer our way. Is the, we know, you know, all stuffy. Hmm. 
but them Kojic, hey, they they know they know who Jesus is. They don't they don't mind being even more undignified. See, you know, I might be apostolic, but I'm not the norm, baby. I don't mind being uh, acted. You, you think it's it's dignified. You want to be dignified, but I'll be undignified when it comes to praising my God. I'm gonna give God some glory. Come on, let's get let's get some of this praise, bro. Push it to another place. You gotta watch out when you come to the upper room. You'll have to leave here filled the more with the power of the Holy Ghost. Woo! How about Come on, somebody. Come on, everybody. Put those hands together. Jesus, 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 hallelujah, all right, I believe that alone, my God, my God, my God, my God, only God can do it, <laughs> Woo. well help yourself, ah, praise God, hallelujah, can't nobody, come on now thank you jesus men's perfecting conference huh i'm perfecting getting that word down on the inside brothers huh make giving some more time to come together under leadership yeah, leadership, doing their job, teaching and preaching and ministering and pouring into people 
Woo, come on, men's perfecting conference, huh? Did you see the did you see the sign on, on that pulpit? It said Jesus is Lord. Huh? Don't get it twisted, huh? Not not the one behind the pulpit, but the one, hallelujah, who we lift up. Thank you, Jesus. The name that's above all names. Glory, hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah, is Lord. Ha, glory. Is he Lord in your life today? Oh, my goodness. Men's perfecting conference. Brothers, is he Lord in your life for real? Hmm. Sister, is Jesus Lord in your life for real? Is he? Yeah. Let's look at our lives. Hmm. What's the first thing we do when we wake up our eyes? When we open our eyes, wake up in the morning. What's the first thing we do? Hmm? Yeah, some might go reach for a cigarette. Hmm? What's that mean? That means you need to get to some deliverance. That's what that means. You need to get some deliverance because what's Lord? Jesus ain't Lord. That cigarette's Lord because that's the first thing you reach for. What, what about that reefer's? Hmm, that marijuana stick, hmm, that joint, hmm, that that tree, that herb, huh? Yeah, it, it, is that the first thing you reach for? Yeah, what about that? Is Jesus Lord in your life if you're reaching for reefer? I don't care how, how uh, <laughs> legal they claim it is. The world will go ahead and make it legal because they're trying to make a dollar. Yeah, it's all about making a dollar. It's all, all about dumb, dumbing down your brains. Yeah, making you not care. Making you just do with any any old thing. May, allowing for the world to do whatever. Because that's what weed does. It just makes you not care. Takes away the pain. It's like, oh, well. Well, you just sit around and philosophize all day come on is that the lord uh huh what what about what about the night before uh whose bed did you get in mm. oh lord help us i wasn't trying to go here jesus is lord huh whose bed you wake up in this morning was it your bed that was clean hmm pookie didn't just get out of it shaliqua didn't just get out of it Hmm? You was in there by yourself and it was just as clean when you got up. Hmm? Yeah, whose bed? Your bed? That was a clean bed? Okay, it's Jesus Lord. Yeah, what you do when you got out of bed? What's the first thing you do? Did, did, you, did you holler at your kids? Was you all mean and grumpy? Did you slap your wife in the mouth talking about shut up because you mad because you got to get up? Oh, oh, oh. See, come on. Let's ask the real question. Who's Lord? Is Jesus really the Lord in your life? Come on. Because the truth is, if, if you do any of those negative things, look, you need to check yourself. Don't sound like Jesus is Lord. Huh? What does Jesus, uh, what does he encourage us to do? Are you sweet? Are you kind? Are you patient? Are you long suffering? Yeah. Are you understanding? Do you bless and not curse? Yeah, did you cuss your kids out first thing in the morning? Yeah. Come on, let's get it together. Is Jesus really Lord? Blessings to you, Dr. Anthony Clark. Blessings to you, my brother. God bless you, that brother there, that uh, pastor, huh? 
Come on, got it going on. Cap some. Yeah, out here in Blue Springs. God bless you. Big high fives and shouts to you. All right. See, you got to ask that question. What, what, who is Lord? Okay, let's do this. What's the first thing? You wake up? Yeah, now you might have to wake up to, to get get Jesus on your mind. There ain't nothing wrong with it, but, you know, is that is that cup, cup of coffee, Lord? You grumpy until you have your coffee, your drug. That's what it is. All right. In moderation, everything is all right. But let's not give life an excuse to be ugly, mean, and nasty when we claim that as believers, as his disciples, that, that he's really Lord in our lives. Okay. Let, let's just, let's not fake the funk now. Let's not do it. <laughs> let's just be true. Be true and be right. Yeah, if Jesus is truly Lord in your life, then let him be. Let him be. Hallelujah. Be sweet. Be kind. Be a blessing to folks that's in your house. Hallelujah. Your family, friends, and loved ones. Hallelujah. Keeping things in the right perspective. Thank you, Lord, as believers, as disciples. Come on. Here's another question. Does God know you by name? I, I'm asking. I'm asking these these questions. Hmm? I'm asking these questions. These same questions I ask myself. <laughs> hey, come on. Now, we want to stay clean. We want to be right. We want to be on the Lord's side. That's what we say. But if we really do, come on. We need to ask these questions and make sure that the answers are correct. Based on his word, does God know you by name? Yeah, I, I want him to know me by name. I don't want to be shaking and faking and lacking and slacking. No, I don't want none of that. I want to be right and tight with my God. That's right. Me and him's tight. He knows me. There are some testimonies. Oh, my goodness. Testimonies from last week. Testimonies from yesterday. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, see, when you see, can see God's goodness, you can see his goodness. Not the, not your goodness. Not not that you're the uh, the the bow wow and the cat's meow and the, the poo and all that and the bag of chips. No, but when you can see God's goodness, when you can see him working in your life, I would think and I would say that, yeah, he knows you by name. You acknowledge him, and guess what? God acknowledges us. He's real, saints. Come on. He's real. I'm just so full. I'm so full. Come on. Let's go ahead, and we're going to turn back to Matthew chapter 27. We're going to turn back to that. We're not done with that. Let's go back. Let's read it again. Matthew chapter 27. And we're going to turn to verses 45 through 51. And again, and again, why do we keep coming back to this? Why do we keep coming back to this? Because God has a purpose for everything that he does. He doesn't just do things just to do them. See, kings and lords have a purpose and of course he's the king of kings his will is going to be done 
hallelujah what he says what he says see god god is sovereign whatever he says goes and if he said it then it's got to manifest itself it's got to manifest itself it's gonna manifest itself because he said it yeah does god know you by name hmm and i need to add verse 52 to this in verses 53 to this all right come on let's go back let's read it now i'm reading out of the amplified bible thank you lord and here we go huh let's go and this is the this is when jesus was dying on the cross now from the sixth hour noon there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour 3 p.m about the ninth hour jesus cried out with a loud agonized voice eli eli lama sabbathani that is my god my god why have you forsaken me when some of the bystanders there heard it they began saying this man is calling for elijah immediately one of them ran and took a sponge soaked soaked it with sour wine and put it on the reed and gave him a drink but the rest said let us see whether elijah will come to save him from death and jesus cried out again with a loud agonized voice and gave up his spirit voluntarily sovereignly dismissing and releasing his spirit from his body in submission to his father's plan verse 51 and at once the veil of the holy of holies of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom the earth shook and the rocks were split apart and here we go the tombs verse 52 were opened and many bodies of the saints god's people who had fallen asleep in death were raised to life my goodness verse 53 and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection they entered the holy city jerusalem and appeared to many people come on now hmm this was during the time at once the veil once jesus passed gave up that ghost gave up his spirit huh the veil of the temple was rent from top to bottom and we talked about that a couple of weeks ago go out there and and get some of that uh teaching because that this is all tied in we're still on this scripture here come on and the tombs were open and many bodies of the saints see the power the power of god when he talks about resurrecting power hallelujah god is not playing what jesus did on the cross allow for resurrecting power 
hallelujah, to take place. Yes, that's what God does. His blood, his shed blood allows us as believers to come out of the death stupor that we find ourselves in because we're born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But being born again, hallelujah, gives us the opportunity to come to life, to truly raise from our dead state in sin to a life everlasting at peace with our God. Oh, come on now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The tombs were open and many bodies of the saints, God's people who had fallen asleep in death were raised to life. See, that is, uh, that's kind of like the pre, the pre-rapture of what's going to take place. Hmm? That's just proof in the pudding to know. But you know what? In order to be raised, come on, hey, glory from the dead. Hallelujah. God does something special. Thank you, Jesus. He does something special. And let me tell you what he does. Hallelujah. God raises us from the dead, but he calls us by name. Hallelujah. He calls us by name. Hallelujah. The miraculous story of Lazarus being brought back to life by Jesus is known Huh? From the gospel according to John. So we're looking at St. John chapter 11 verses 1 through 45. Now it's in that word. But he said in that scripture. He said Lazarus. Ooh, come forth. See God is known from taking things that are dead. And being uh, uh, bringing it back, bringing it back to life. We were dead, the Bible says, in our trespasses and sin. This is what happened before we were disi disciples, before we were believers. Uh, we were dead. So saints, just know that people that aren't saved, you, that was the same state we found ourselves in, dead. We had no fellowship with the Lord. We didn't know who he was. We weren't trying to live for him. Huh? Sinners are dead. Hmm? They're dead. But to be raised from the dead. See, God makes all things new. Hallelujah. And one thing that he enjoys doing, and I see this because he does it over and over again, is that he raises people from the dead. So once we become new and risen with Christ, as we are born again through our relationship with him, our soul has said yes to God. Ha, ah, glory. We've been raised from the dead. He'll do that. He's done that. And, and then he raised Lazarus from the dead. He called Lazarus. But Lazarus, that one Lazarus wasn't the only one that got up out the grave. Hallelujah. 
it's something about even when Jesus in this scripture in Matthew, hallelujah, chapter seven, uh, 27, verse, the verse 53. It's even something about that. Verse 52, 50, 53, that Jesus, even though he died, hallelujah, that he, he had the resurrecting power that he was going to raise from the dead. He even told the disciples that. So as believers, newbies, just know, come on, you have a new life, not that old dead stinky life, not, not to where uh, other things are Lord and not Jesus being Lord in your life. Those things that cause death. Do you know smoking causes death? Do you know fornication, adultery causes death? And God hates that because you got to take your own body to commit that sin. Huh? Use your body. Come on, shake it and dropping it like it's hot. Huh? To sin like that. Huh? Just know that God himself has made this way for us. Hallelujah. We don't have to live. The old man has died, been buried. Hallelujah. With Jesus. That's why the baptism. See, you got that outward expression. I don't, I don't care what people, uh, what you want to call it. Maybe you don't understand all of the baptism. Hmm? Maybe you don't understand it to where, uh, where you, you're not sure what it really does. But just know that there's something supernatural in it. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, even when you take and understand that once you have been uh, baptized, you're going down in the grave. Hallelujah. And this was the same example that Jesus gave. Hallelujah. With John the Baptist where John the Baptist said, look here, here's the lamb. Hallelujah. The lamb of God. Thank you, Lord. And then in the obedience of what Jesus wanted, John the Baptist baptized him, huh? Submerged him in the water. Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus came up and there was confirmation from God. He said, behold, this is my beloved son. God said, in whom I am well pleased. Come on now. See, God is pleased with what Jesus did. Huh? Jesus, hallelujah, God, fully man, fully God. Come on. Was pleased in the fact that he took on the call to be obedient and walk towards the death of the cross. Come on. See, God is pleased when we take on the call to, to go down and surrender the life of sin and shame and then raise to a new life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wash clean, won't he? Won't Jesus make you clean inside? Hallelujah. The old ways are past. Hallelujah. Behold all. Things that become new. Glory. Where you don't sit up and trust in anything in anybody but Jesus. Hallelujah. You're not trusting in that job. You're not trusting. Hallelujah. In, in any of the drugs or people or anybody but trusting in the Lord. Hallelujah. See, you've made him Lord of your life. Come on, God. So when the tombs were open, this is the saints that had died. These are the people that had passed on believing. 
hallelujah, that, that God was going to come, the Messiah. Come on, and here we are when we talk about the Messiah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We talk about the Messiah, our Lord of all, the Lamb of God, our peace, the Word of God, the King of kings, Lord of lords, Lion of Judah. Hey, the Messiah, the Redeemer, the Savior, the Holy One. That's one of my favorites. I call him our Holy One, glory, bread of life. Jesus, Deliverer, Mighty One, High Glory, Emmanuel, God with us. Hallelujah. He's the Good Shepherd. Glory. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Ha, Everlasting Father. Come on. Prince of Peace. Anointed One. Glory. Hallelujah. See, when Jesus passed on and, and, and the resurrection process was already in place. Hey, oh, glory. Oh, you got to know it. You got to know it. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's go ahead and turn to this last scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Thank you, Lord. Does God know your name? Does he know your name? Hmm? Let's do that litmus test. Does he? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Matthew chapter 7. And we're going to turn to verses 13 through 23. Now, look. When we get down to verses 21 and 23, those verses describes true and false disciples so we're going to look at that see if if we're claiming that we're christian that means we're disciples we go out and we teach others and we declare and decree the name of jesus Hmm? now if you're we live this thing right so it is telling us the difference between true and false disciples but let's go ahead and look at verses starting at verse 13 now this this these few scriptures here talk about narrow and wide gates yeah enter through the narrow gate now this is jesus talking for wide is the gate and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads the way to destruction and eternal loss and there are many who enter through it. Hmm? This is what Jesus was saying. It entered through the narrow gate. Huh? Because look, if you go narrow, you know, don't be like the world. Don't be like everybody else where everybody else is doing it as Christians. Everybody else smoking a little weed. Everybody else smoking cigarettes. Everybody else uh, getting drunk, uh, getting in drunken stupor in the name of party and whatever. Everybody, no, we don't want that. It's not like everyone else. We're in the world, but we're not to be of the world. We're not to do what the world does as transformed believers. Hallelujah. Verse 14, but small is the gate and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads the way to everlasting life. And there are few who find it. Now, you know, 
being a Christian, being a saint, being a believer is not easy. We have to say no all the time, don't we? Hmm? Especially when you just get started with this thing. Now, devil, no. Uh, certain, look, I don't even look and acknowledge certain things, that temptations that come. It's like, oh, wow, I didn't, I didn't overcome that way long time ago. So certain things don't bother me. But certain things uh, I might still have a little challenge in. Yeah, I might still have a little challenge in. And I have to say no. That's right, that narrow gate. Hmm? I have to say no. I have to know that small is the gate and narrow, and then it's difficult to travel. It's not easy saying no. Even even being born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, and you know, being saved, sanctified, delivered from from things. And look, this this thing is still not easy. Jesus said it, and it's true. So let's not fake it. Let's not fake it and make it make a new believers and, and old school believers think, oh, well, you know, you, you should already, you should already. Well, you know what? Shame on you. Because I know everybody ain't get, overcame everything out from the pulpit to the door. But just know that we can overcome. And Jesus acknowledges that it's not easy. Huh? And that's what the Holy Ghost is for. He knew it wasn't going to be easy, but that's what his grace is for. That Holy Ghost gives us some grace, gives us some strength. His Holy Spirit does. Come on. And let's look at verse 15. Hmm? Beware of the false prophets, teachers who come to you dressed as sheep, appearing gentle and innocent, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. That is, by their contrived doctrine and self-focus. Hmm? Check that. See, you get to a church and it's all about the pastor. It's all about for the work of the ministry, the building fund, and we need this and that. And they, all they do is beg the whole service. Check that. Hmm, that's a ravenous wolf. Yeah, just trying to eat you up, eat your little ends up and everything. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every healthy tree bears good fruit, and the unhealthy tree bears bad fruit. Now, I'm going to say just because big, you have them big mega churches, look, you, you have sinner and saint and some ain'ts that's up in there too. People that aren't really saved, but they claim they are or whatever. Look, but there still should be, there should be some good fruit coming up out of there. And if you go to a church and everywhere you turn, it's sin and stinky sin and stink. I'm talking about stank on top of stank. Ain't nobody transformed. Everybody's just going through the motion. Run, run. You know, the pastor lacking, slack, attacking, huh? And ain't doing what he needs to do. Deacon, sis, uh, whatever. Everybody just up in there, some kind of club, trying to see who can dress the baddest, who has the baddest hat, who can hoof and hack in the hanky better or whatever. Look, run. Get up out of there because that's, that's a ravenous wolf place. Hmm? Verse 18, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Verse 19, every tree that does not bear good fruit 
is cut down and thrown into the fire so we're talking about these trees out here these churches out here these places that claim that they're for the people and they're not bearing any good fruit here uh, I'm not talking about a little bit, you know, a little seed or something. Look, God, because we can re- we can really see that he's not even impressed with that little stuff you claim you're doing. Mm, he wants some for real stuff because he says that the tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Where you think you're going, bruh? Hmm? Where you think you're going, sis? Uh, cut down and thrown into a fire. That that just says where where a person is headed. When they're just just faking and shaking. They're going to hell. That's what he says here. Cut down and thrown into the fire. Verse 20. Therefore by their fruit you will recognize them as false prophets. Huh? If you're a false prophet. Stop it. Repent. Turn away from your fear. I'm talking about fast. Do whatever you need to do to slay that flesh. Hmm, let go of that ministry you're all proud and haughty thinking you got something because you got people that's under you and just will do anything for you but you're a false prophet stop it yeah you're not a for real pastor you're there to to uh to to align your own pockets to slay the poor sheep huh? that's what he said in ravenous wood wolves stop it Go sit down somewhere. Sit under someone that's not a ravenous wolf. Sit under someone that loves people. And sit there. And don't go anywhere. Give, give that mess up. Because, see, you know where you, you're, not, you're not supposed to be there. You're, you're sitting up there trying to follow what, what your own flesh wants to do. I would rather sit and, under someone that's a blessed, blessed ministry. I didn't say perfect ministry. I said a blessed ministry and be under them to help and build up that ministry and know I'm on my way to heaven than for me to sit up knowing my pride will keep me uh, out of heaven because I got issues being a ravenous wolf. Yeah, I want to be, I want to go to heaven. How about you? Huh? Come on now. Come on. Therefore, by their fruit, you will recognize them as false prophets. Verse 21. Not everyone. Now, here we go. This is what we want right here. We're looking at it. Why did Jesus say that? He said, verse 21. He said, not everyone who, who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only he who does the will of my father who is in heaven. See, if you're all selfish, like what he had talked about here in verse 16, if you are all contrite, contriving a, up some doctrine to, to make people shout, you know, to make people give and, you know, playing on people's emotions and all that contrived doctrine and then it's, it being self-focused, uh, he's already telling you what you're doing. You know, you're just you're being a hindrance you're a ravenous wolf he says not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven hmm? so you can say that you you, you done did something for god huh but only he who does the will of my father who is in heaven i'm talking about he she not not no he she's now if you're a he she you need to get delivered okay i'm talking about Men and women, folks need to know. The ones that does the Father's will. 
who is in heaven. Verse 22, many will say to me on that day when I judge them, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many miracles in your name? Verse 23, and then I will declare to them publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You are banished from my presence. You who act wickedly, disregarding my commandments. That's for the pulpit. That's for the pulpit. That's for every evangelist, every minister, every pastor, every bishop, every prophet, every prophetess. I don't care what you call yourself. Every sister and every brother that has a teaching Sunday school, everybody, anyone that says, look, Lord, Lord, come on. Have we not prophesied in your name? Have we testified in your name? See, it don't matter. Uh, but I'm really, I'm really leaning on these people that claim that they're uh, men and women of God and they have a, a word from the Lord. Come on, if you have a word, it better be God's word. It better be for the right reasons. And that would be only God's reason. Come on. Uh, and, and even even if you're bad enough to drive out demons. See, you can act like you're driving out demons. A demon knows that you're that you already hellbound. And he knows that he's going to get more like you if he just going ahead and leave. Yeah, so you thinking you're driving out demons. The demons say, well, let's go because <laughs> we know we got this one. You know, we, we, will, we really want to fake it up to where people uh, make it make it seem like we going you know look they they play games yeah so you can even say and prophesy that you had the prophesied and then claim you you had the power to drive out demons in, in your name and done all many miracles in your name yeah the devil shows up with with things fake miracles yeah so you you claim you did all that but no see jesus ain't playing come on saints he's not playing God is not playing with you, and God is not playing with me. He is serious about this thing. He's written it straight and narrow, small as the gate. If you, it's hard to do, huh? but God himself will help us through. Come on. He said that he will declare to them publicly. Yeah, when he judges us. We're going to be judged. This is, this is a, a, an opportunity to know that the walk with God is an eternal walk when we're saved. But then once we are not, if we're still uh, unsaved, backslidden, clowning or whatever, hmm, unsaved, he says, look, it, you're faking and shaking, trying to get all rich off the people of God, fleecing the flock, all that. He says, depart from me. God will say, he says, depart from me. You, you're banished from my presence. See, that's what hell is. Hmm? That's what hell is in that day. To be banished, eternally separated from God forever. So no grace, no mercy, no love, nothing. None of God's wonderful provisions. We are so blessed in this country. We better know it. 
and let's get about our job. Let's get about our job. Quit, quit allowing for the world to put us in some type of stupor and fear. Let's do what we need to do to for real witness and minister and live this life before people. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. He says that's what it is. He'll be banished. You who act wickedly disregarding my commandments. See, folks want their own self-righteousness, their own pride, their own way of doing things. But I believe God said that I, Jesus said, I am the way. I am. He's the great I am. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Come on. He says, no man comes to the Father but by me, but through Jesus so all of these other religions that, that declare whatever is the right way, all these different books that they <laughs> the book of wook the book of wook, <laughs> all these different books you better know. You don't need nothing extra. These Bibles, watch that version of Bible too. Them Bibles they they'll they'll leave out leave out important parts and Put in uh, different parts or whatever. Every Bible ain't the right Bible. Get you one. Yeah, I mean, if you have an NIV, go ahead and keep it. Do your best. But you know, let's find another one. New King James is a great one. Hmm? It's a good Bible. This new Amplified is good. Yes, it is. Hmm? Get that word. Get the word down in you. Take the Lord along with you everywhere you go because he has made a way God's made a way hallelujah if you need to be saved you want to be saved let's open open our mouths open your mouth and tell God let's start let's start here let's pray this prayer Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner, and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you I believe that you Jesus shed your precious blood on the cross 
at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin right now I ask you Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul with my heart I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead this very moment I accept you Jesus as my Lord and Savior Lord Jesus transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you in Jesus name amen amen and if you prayed that prayer you are on your way to having a wonderful relationship with God eternally forever at peace with him and that's what you want hmm? that's what you want he's right there he loves us so much he loves you he loves you and he will not let you down there is a pamphlet out on the website at www.lfhhm.org and you can click on the discipleship resources tab and there's a pamphlet out there that will describe uh, what you should expect next. Hmm? It talks about repentance. It talks about and explains the baptism in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. It talks about being filled with the Holy Spirit. It talks about expecting and living a new life, raising up and living a new clean life and expectation of a changed transformed life hallelujah thank you Lord being raised from the dead amen that's what God has done for us and there's a, a new life in store for us if you need a church home contact us and we'll, we'll help you find a church home in your area if you need prayer and click on that contact us tab at the website at lfhhm.org and you don't have to put everything in that uh, prayer request just you know mention what it is that you'd like for us to touch and agree with you on and we'll pray with you um, anything that we can do to help then you need just some a word a counsel We'll do our best. Uh, there's resources that we have information for, and we can help you think through some processes. And you know, just just listen. If you just need to, someone to talk to, hmm, drop us a line, and we can we can get on a, a call with you. And we have people that will will bless you. Keep us in your prayers. Just know that God loves you. Hmm? Find that that church home that will be a blessing to you. Get out of the house. 
those of us that have been saved for a while. You can't minister in, in those four walls. You need to get out so that you're around people. God is moving in this way that people are approaching his children to, you know, we may not have gotten out, but he's sending the, the people to the children of God, the people of God, for us to minister his wisdom and guidance and offer love and prayer and offer the word of God through explaining the road to salvation. Yeah, to be available. Be available as his disciples, as his children of God. Yes, and just know that we love you here at Laborers for His Harvest Ministries. I love you. Big shout out to all of the LFHHM volunteers, those that bless us with prayer and blessing in giving. That's a blessing, and we don't take it lightly. It gives us opportunities to get out there and do more. We, have, um, we haven't forgotten about On the Go with LFHHM. Uh, there's some other things that we're working on, and we're really wanting to get out there and minister in a different way. Uh, we'll probably come back and do some of that um, uh, online here, me behind the camera, blah, blah, blah. Now we're going to do some of that teaching, but there's, uh, there's a reason why we need to get out, because that's what we're called to do, to go into the highways and, and uh, meet people where they are. So if you're wanting to be a part of that outreach, that e outreach of evangelism, contact us, please let us know. Uh, and we will get out uh, and we'll be able to get out even the more because we'll have some people there available to pray for the people, to minister to the people. Some people there with their eyes open will need some of that security. Uh, that's going to be important for us. Uh, so just know that um, whatever you can do to help us get out into the highways and hedges and administer to the people. That's what we're looking to do, our next move. Contact us to let us know. And you can check us out on the website. Um, there's also a number out there if you would prefer just to call. And you can do that too. So uh, just know that we're here. And we're here for the work of the Lord. And if you're here for the work of the Lord, you want to participate and be a part of God's work, we can sure use you. We can sure embrace your efforts. And then our efforts together with your efforts. I believe God will be well pleased. God bless. Don't forget to share the link. Share the links with those who are not saved. And give them an opportunity to pray the prayer for salvation. To get started there. And to be introduced to what it is that we do. As believers, we bring people to Christ by our testimonies. And we're strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. In the power of His might. Be blessed. And as I always say, the Lord says the same. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with Him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. 
there are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.